If you're a newbie in the field, you really have to work hard to prove to Google that you should be on the front page because it's, it's a business decision really as to which business should fail and succeed, more or less. Mm. For local business, like or for all businesses, setting up like a My, a My Business page is a really great start. Um, and obviously getting a map, some places, location set up, um, that at least tells Google that you're real and you exist. Hi, and welcome to episode 98 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we strongly believe in the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect and also to build business relationships that drive sales. Chaz McGregor's SEO journey began around the turn of the millennium, working for one of the early search engine marketing businesses in Adelaide. Fast forward to now and his business, New Order Digital, manages the complex digital advertising requirements of multiple brands. On his journey, Chaz has been captivated by the power of bringing people to a website and then turning them into customers. Though it's often described as the dark arts, Chaz describes SEO as the foundation to your website that will pay off over time. In today's episode of Be The Drop, we chat all things SEO, including tools that you can use to make it easier for your business to be found. Plus, Chaz reveals his top SEO tips and future predictions. This is Chaz's version of Be The Drop. If you'd like more people to find your business story online, then I'd love for you to join me in my community of brand storytelling superheroes on Facebook. It's absolutely free to join. And in the group, we've recently launched a six-week program called SEO Basics, online storytelling to generate leads. If you'd like more people to find your digital content, but are confused by terms such as Google algorithms, SEO, or keyword optimization, then this program is for you. Join me and our group of like-minded people in supportive conversation and with useful tools to help you improve the performance of your online content. It's free. So head over to Facebook and join the Brand Storytelling Superheroes group today. Chaz, thank you so much for joining me on our next episode of Be The Drop. Thank you for having me. All right, it's a pleasure. We are going to dive into websites, keyword optimization, getting found in Google and tap into a little bit of paid advertising as well. So we've got a few things to cover. But to get us started, you've got your item of significance and that's something that connects you with your community. So can you explain a little bit about oh, oh. what that is? First of all, I have my MacBook Pro. I know it's very lame and very unoriginal. I'm like the most materialistic person on earth. But then I sat and thought to myself, if I had to run out the door, what are the few things I'd grab? And obviously, like my wife, my daughter, my dog, and then it'd be my MacBook. So that's my item of significance in that sense. And it also connects like my personal life and my business life. So, and then you've got something else. What's and your second I've item there? A f couple of Polaroids. I took one of my wife and one of my daughter. Aww. So, yeah, she's two, almost three. Um, my wife's not. <laughs> she's, my wife turned 30 this year, so she's a little bit older. But um, yeah, so they're my items of significance. 
Yeah. yeah. So, and when we were talking earlier, well, before the interview, you mentioned that you've been working in SEO as a space for 18 years. Yeah. So obviously that's a part of your business. Tell me what that's like, because over those 18 years, you must have seen quite a bit of change. I had hair when it started. <laughs> yeah. I had a little business called Razor Creations and I had a team of about four people, um, one of which still works for me. And we built websites and designed websites. And I guess the thing that plagued me back then was People would always say, how do I get people to go to my website? And I'd be like, put a sticker on your car and put it on your business card and a sign out the front. And I never really believed what I was saying would actually result in any outcomes, but I didn't have an answer. And I moved into this incubator on Heinley Street and uh, a guy called Frank Grasso was in there. And so Frank had just moved over from Melbourne and he ran a, a search engine marketing business called uh, eChannel Search. I met him and I, could, I saw the power of being able to bring people to a website and turn them into customers and make money. And, and there's no pretending, like Frank bought with him clients like whatif.com, um, Australian Associated Press. He had a really good network on the East Coast. Uh, and so I was really privileged to be exposed to those sorts of clients at, I think I was 21 or 20 or something like that. And so that's, that's kind of how I got my start. And over the last 18 years, search has evolved massively it's obviously just gotten way more competitive and there's obviously so many variants to it now. For example, as I'm sure you're well aware, like Google now has a mobile, mobile first index. Up until late last year, they were indexing your desktop site. So now if your mobile website looks crap and your desktop website's fantastic, your rankings will go. That's great for web developers. <laughs> they're all out there building responsive websites like crazy. Yeah, um, but tough for small business, small to medium business. Tough to is. keep up with all of that. Yeah. SEO in general, like they, they call it dark arts because nothing's completely like guaranteed, I guess. And I feel a bit that way. Like when we, when we were in the e-channel days, Frank and I would give a guarantee to clients. If we don't get you on the front page for these keywords in this period of time, don't pay half your bill or something. It's because we knew we could do it. Nowadays, the best you can do is provide sound advice, sound strategy, the best on-page optimization you can do, and I guess provide advice in terms of backlinking and content marketing and stuff like that, and hope. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no guarantee. The other challenge is the homepage is so prized for certain sets of keywords that the businesses rely on those rankings to stay in business, obviously. And if they've been there for 8, 10 12 years and earn the right to be there in Google's eyes by having a strong backlink presence, by being well optimized, by keeping up to date. If you're a newbie in the field, you really have to work hard to prove to Google that you should be on the front page instead of them mm. because it's, it's a business decision really um, as to <laughs> which business should fail and succeed more or less. Mm. And yeah, so it is, it is really, really challenging. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and that core requirement is still the same. Businesses have got their website and they still want people to find their website mm -hmm. in order to then grow their business. Yep. So we still want to try and achieve those same, same outcomes. But as you're saying, there's so many different channels now and variations. You know, is there any sort of key things that people could do to start? For local business, like or for all businesses, setting up like a My, a My Business page is a really great start. Um, and obviously getting a maps and places location set up. Um, that at least tells Google that you're real and you exist and that they, you can be found. On a, on a larger scale, for clients, I do like an on-page and off-page strategy. I'm sure you do much the same. And 
a very big component of that strategy is really in-depth competitor analysis. And that comprises things like so the volume of backlinks, the authority of backlinks, what quality they are. And then uh, above and beyond that, like things like their social audiences, their social engagement. Uh, inside, inside my SEO strats, I actually include like a, a mini content strategy for clients so that they can see which channels their competitors are using. I give them the last 12 months of all their competitors' social media content to analyze. I try to give them as much useful information as humanly possible to give them, I guess it gives them the best possible chance. Mm. Yeah, so, but for little businesses, I think blogging is a big one. Really important with blogging, I think, is um, taking like a long tail keyword approach. So short tail, lots of volume, lots of competition. Long tail, so more keywords like where should I holiday in Adelaide? Less searches, but less competition. So the approach would be to do more blogs with more long tail searches as opposed to less blogs with short tail searches. Mm. Yeah. And you know, just for the, the listeners that may not understand why the blogging is important, like what does that, what value does that add? In the 90s, Google came along in 98 and it was like, we've got this cool algorithm that looks at your website, finds what the content's about, compares it to other websites, and then it looks at how many people are linking your website, how many people are linking to their website, and then it works out which one's better. In a nutshell, that's Google's algorithm. It's obviously way more complex now, yeah. but back in 98, that's all it was. It was fantastic. And um, also looks at um, the size of your website and the content of your website. And so uh, if you only have one or two pages on your website, you can't focus on many keywords. Google comes along and goes, well, it's only a very small website. It's obviously not that important. The bigger your website, the better the chance that you get rankings and traffic. And there's one, there's one good point that I don't think gets made enough about blogging. And that's, you can launch a blog post and that's cool. But if all your links go to the homepage and none of them ever go to the blog post, then all it takes is a competitor with a similar blog post with one link to it to outrank you. So it's very important that when you're creating your blog posts, you're, you're finding ways to distribute them and build links back to that page. Mm. Otherwise, you're Through social media, etc. Yeah, so emails. Through social media, through blog outreach, through email marketing, uh, even sites like Tribe where you can get influencers to share links and stuff like that. I think Twitter's links get followed. Facebook certainly don't. LinkedIn's used to. I suspect since Microsoft bought LinkedIn, that may have changed. Yeah, Instagram, you can't link, so that's irrelevant. But yeah, but I mean, otherwise, there are, are firms you can pay to do link outreach for you as well mm. and just help build a couple of backlinks to the blog post. And that way, if you've created it and there's a couple of links that Google goes, oh, well, might be actually slightly important and just give it that push it needs. As we're talking about it, even trying to keep it simplistic when we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where that dark arts terminology comes from. Because yeah. even if even at its basic level, there's so many different elements. Yeah. But I think the key thing is to try and give it that lens of going, okay, what is the outcome we want to achieve? We exactly. want to try and get more people there. Then there's just implementing some steps. We start off with clients with what they want to achieve and then work backwards. So they need more sales, cool what channels and strategies can be put in place. So to keep it really simple, yeah, it, it is just about implementing a, a series of different elements onto pages. If you're a WordPress user, then there's, a, as you well know, I'm sure there's a plugin called Yoast, which, yeah. which is just amazing. It is. Like, it, 
it almost put me out of business back in 2007. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a very tidy way of helping you with yeah. your SEO. I mean, it gives you traffic lights. Red, orange, green. That's really easy to understand. Oh, I've got red. I need to do something about that. Exactly. And it tells you what you have to do. Oh, and it's like, it, yeah, it just fires off the brain's dopamine reward system. You're yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> must get green light. I kind of like to describe on-page SEO as like trying to marry gibberish and poetry. The SEO guy in me wants to butcher the hell out of every page so it'll rank well. But then the content person wants, you know, the nice eloquent language. To tell a lovely story. Tell a lovely story. <laughs> and you can't have both. So it's about finding a happy medium in the middle that, mm. that you're content with that makes the light turn green still. We have found that, you know, you could have this beautiful, eloquent story. It's wonderful. But if people don't find it, if you've got the right keywords, then it, there's no point. So that, that marriage in the middle is absolutely critical. And, and that's why we're launching this program talking about I, how I to do that. online storytelling. I completely am on board with the value of it. I understand the value to business. So it's just this trying to unpack and give people tools that they can sort of access it without feel, feeling overwhelmed. One of the things that we've been looking at is this local versus national yeah. information around keywords. Yeah. And I wondered if you had any information around that because a lot of the information that we get is around national data but you know if you're a small to medium business operating in Adelaide your market may not be national it could be depending on what product or service yeah, of course. but for a lot of businesses it's South Australia so how do you use data to focus in on a local there's a really great tool I use called bright local and it basically does SEO analysis at a local level basically it will it will tell you versus your competitors what needs to be done to your website mm. in order to improve your local presence? When you're targeting like, you know, Australia or global, you need backlinks and things like that. Whereas with local, they, they look at things called citations. For the life of me, I was like, what the hell is a citation two or three years ago? But effectively, it's, it's a reference to your business's physical address online, right? It doesn't have to be a link. It just has to be Google's read it and noted it. And so using this tool, it will tell you all the citations that your business could be using and the ones that it is well it's almost as simple as pushing a button saying please could you go and do this for us but it also tells you what needs to be done on your website in order to rank better locally so um there's some really good tools that you can use for local search the cheapest and free is google adwords keyword planner you can go in there and type in your business URL um, or your competitors URLs or whatever and it will tell you what people are searching for in Adelaide and the search volumes so then you can therefore build a keyword strategy based around that um, otherwise there's other tools like SEMrush SEMrush is actually really 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 good like mm. I can't emphasize that enough I, I wouldn't imagine the average business owner could use SEMrush with much success no. it would drive them mental mm. there's some very really good to get someone who knows how to use it to use it because yeah. the data results are amazing there's a cool thing with SEMrush where you can do like content analysis and put your page in and your competitors' pages and the keywords you want to rank for and it will tell you exactly what you need to do in order to outrank your competitor. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's gold. I primarily use it for audits, for backlink stuff. This is really complex, but if you really want to get into the world of backlinks, there's a brilliant tool called Majestic SEO. Again, expensive, but it knows every backlink your website's ever had and every backlink your competitor's website's ever had. Often I'll put together a team 
just to go out and contact people linking to competitors' websites to build backlinks back to my clients' websites and things like that. Mm. But yeah, that's dark. That is dark art stuff. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's getting yeah. into um, a, a deep level. But as a, as a little business, if you had a little Google AdWords account or started one up, you could go in and just do a search in there, find some keywords that are relevant. The traffic volumes indicate are worthwhile. Uh, for for most of my clients, I build a little campaign inside. A, Facebook Ads Manager or Business Manager, targeting their email database, their Facebook audience, their website traffic, and if they've got budget, what's called a lookalike audience of their mm. website traffic and their email database. And then every time a blog post goes up, I just run it as an ad to those audiences. So there's a 100% guarantee that that blog post will be seen by those people. Mm. I find it's a really effective way of cost effectively, like I might put $3 a day budget on those campaigns, they don't have to be huge, but if you're trickling out a new blog every couple of days, your audiences see it, people comment, there's conversation around it, it helps with your SEO, mm. because it gets shared and links get built, and the content just gets that much more value out of it, so the client wins because they've paid for something to be developed, mm. which is now, you know, been, now I'm getting extra value. Yeah, which is good because so many people don't really know where to start with Facebook advertising. And that's where you start. Mm. That's, that's exactly where you start, with high quality, high value audiences and gentle copy that communicates your brand. You certainly don't just launch an ad, hammer people with 50% off. Do you know what I mean? You, you need to earn the right to do that. Okay, so we are going to do a power round. Power. Yeah, so this is where I want to get advice in less than a minute. And the first question is your top number one advice for success in business. Are you ready? Yes. Go. So my number one advice is to be honest, authentic and transparent with my clients. I don't talk crap. I don't sell crap. If I don't believe something's gonna work, I won't sell it to them. I've walked away from contracts simply because I didn't want to do work that I knew wasn't gonna deliver the results. So yeah, my number one advice is to just be honest with your clients, be upfront, be real, and at the end of the day, they'll, they'll appreciate that fact or work with someone else. Mm. Brilliant, that was good, you smashed it. And the next one delves into um, digital content and SEO. I've got this one nailed. Oh, good. Okay. So, oh, I love that. This is the approach. Okay. So the question is, what is your predictions for the future of digital content and the role of SEO? My prediction for SEO, voice is number one. And Google's just released an AI algorithm called RankBrain. So search will be all managed and run by artificial intelligence. And the future of content, content is the new TV. Like it, it, it is the new advertising and it, it is the future, mm. yeah. Wow, okay, cool. There, there are so many things in that that I wanna unpack, so we'll stop the timer because you've answered it. Voice. Voice is so cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously with the podcast, you know, we're coming up to 100 episodes, mm -hmm. so it's nearly two years. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing this for a while, but in that time, I now see voice marketing and the requirement for businesses to have a voice strategy um, is really becoming an emerging thing. Um, you know, more and more people are listening to content, so being up, up to date with that and doing that. So that's a really exciting thing that I see coming through. When I say voice search, Siri, Alexa, mm -hmm. Google Home, I've taught my almost three-year-old daughter to be, hey Siri, play Frozen. And, or she walks in my office, hey Siri, turn the lights off. That's voice search, mm. well, voice control. And voice search is the next big move with, uh, with search. Mm. If your listeners 
are interested, look up Google Rank Brain because that's brand spanking new. Mm. And uh, it's the first time Google's ever used AI to determine rankings. I mean, none of us know what the implications are going to be for that. Mm. But one thing I've learned in 18 years of doing SEO, if you do it right, it gives you the best possible chance. And so not, that hasn't changed. Mm. The fundamentals are still the same. Mm. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much, Chaz. We have covered a lot. Um, but in conclusion, though, can you share with me your be the drop tip? Create blog content. Hire agencies like yourselves to create great blog content. Yes, wait for that to get ranked organically, but also share it via email and with your high quality known audiences uh, across social media with a small budget so that now that Facebook's organic reach has been turned right down, everybody you want to see that content sees the content and you maximise the value of it. And uh, in return, you know, leads, sales, customers will come. Fantastic. Thank yeah. you so much. A pleasure. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.